Okay, Lamed Dalad, Amud Aleph, I guess about 12 lines down, there's a, the last Mishnah in the fifth parak. This is uh, similar to the previous case we had. Uh, you have, instead of, I don't know, four or six guys, you have nine guys walking down the road, and off in the distance, they don't see Shlaimi coming towards them, they see, I don't know, God asked Rabbi Slifkin, what is that? I don't know. Hmm. Now, a Kai is a Suffolk Behema, Suffolk Chaya. Therefore, Ra es hakai, they see often this is a kai, va'amar, and we're basically going to have nine guides, each one declaring they're a nazar, if the following. So he says, Harini nazar, shezechaya. Guy number one, I number them off one through nine. Number one says, I'm a nazar, that that say, oh, it's a chai over there. Um, the second guy says, Harini nazar, shezeh, eno chaya. Okay. Third guy says, Harini nazar, shezeh, behema. Remember, it's a sefechai, sefech behema. So this guy, now the third guy pipes up and says, no, oh, it's definitely behema. The fourth guy says, Harini Nazar, Sha'inza Behema. It's such a bunch of contrarians here. Each one is, is like the opposite of the other one. Fifth guy pipes up and says, number five, Harini Nazar, Shazachaya, Ubehema. It's both. And the sixth guy, he says, Harini Nazar, Sha'inza, Lochai, Behema. Neither. Because you have six guys and they've all said something different, each one of them. Then there's a seventh guy who comes, who's there and he says, well, you know what, Harini Nazar. <coughs> I'm a Nazar that one of you is a Nazar. And then the eighth guy says, I'm a Nazar that nobody here is a Nazar. None of you first six. And finally the ninth guy says, uh, a little bit of camaraderie here, I'm a Nazar that I, probably all six of you first guys are Nazirim. This is going according to Shizuz Beishama, who we've seen before, since the opening statement is Hareini Nazir. Even though there's a qualification afterwards, we don't give so much weight to the qualification, rather he's a Nazir, and therefore, says the Mishnah Hare Kulan Nazirin. They are all Nazirin. Okay. That is the Mishnah. Apparently, on, I guess, Tanaic source level, maybe this Mishnah, maybe another Bryce, so we just had an example in this Mishnah of... <coughs> One creature, off in the distance, nine people. Tanichada, we have one, Brisa, call this the A Brisa, two words. Tisha Nizirim, and I underline Nizirim. That's basically our Mishnah. What was our Mishnah case of? You end up having nine guys, and each one is a Nazir. So nine Nazirs is what you end up with from our Mishnah. There's another Brisa, Tanya Idach, that says another two words. Tisha Nazirios. What's the difference? A Nazirios has nothing to do with different people. Nine terms of being a Nazir could be the same person. So you have one guy who would have to keep nine Nazirios terms. Okay. Now that last case is kind of strange. How do you have one guy who keeps nine Nazirios terms? The first of that there's nine Nazirs is just explaining our Mishnah's case. So the Gemara clarifies, Bish, Lamai, Squiggle, and Ran the Bishnah. The case of Tisha Nizirin, nine different people, Kigoin, Tahai, Gavri, Tvei. That makes sense. There's not just one person. There's lots of people. De Itfis, Ve'azil, Bey. You basically have lots. How many? Nine. And each one is coming off what the previous one said. This one said he's a Chai. The other one said it's not a Chai. Basically, exactly our Mishnah. Ella, I squeal on the Ella. Ella Tesha Nizirios, to have one person with nine Nizirios terms. Lachad Gavra, Hechimishkachasla. Where do you have such a thing? Bishlama, you could have one guy who ends up with this case of a Kai, 
with six Nazirios. Shis, which is six Mishkan Chasla, kids is done. You can have one guy who's walking along. You know what? I don't know, a guy says he's going to be a Nazir if that's a Chaya. He says he's going to be a Nazir if it's not a Chaya. He says he's going to be a Nazir if it's a Behema, not a Behema. Both a Chaya and a Behema, neither a Chaya Behema. So that's six. But Avaltzlas, the last three, which we had examples seven, eight, and nine, that was the last three people coming piling on. I'm a Nazir that one of you is right. I'm a Nazir that none of you are right. I'm a Nazir that all of you are right. Those are only like an additional person. So that's last Hechimishka Chasla. Where do you get an example where you would have a person being a Nazir nine times? Amr of Sheshes. I don't know if the uh, answer is a little bit of a letdown, but Roshesha says the case is there's a tenth guy. Kigain Damar, and I wrote in Damar above that, a tenth person. He says, um, and I believe the uh, Gra takes out the next two words plus a letter. Damar, what did he say? Nezirus Hakoil Alai. After those nine fellows in the Mishnah, each said their piece, he's there also. And he says, you know what I'm taking on? However many Nazirus all of you have upon myself. How many Nazirus are there? Nine individual Nazirus. This tenth guy is taking nine Nazirus periods, which are probably nine 30-day Nazirios on himself. Hadron Allah, Beishamai. Hadron Allah, Beishamai. Hadron Allah, we shall return to you, Beishamai. I just have a special affinity for Lama Gimel with Beis, but what can I say? The one we did uh, with Shabbos is the second half. With no Gemara on it. Okay, says the Mishnah. This is, uh, I guess, the meat and potatoes, or maybe the wine and tumen haircut of the Nazir. Shloisha minin asurin ben Nazir. There's three basic issues when a person takes a Nazir upon himself that become forbidden while he's a Nazir. Colon. Tuma. Tiglachas. And Yotzimina Geffen. So, uh, ritual impurity that uh, comes from a, a dead uh, person. Tiglachas is a haircut, shaving. And Yotzminagefen are things that come from the vine. In other words, like uh, grapes and grape products. That's a very um, brief overview of the sort of a Nazir. Now we spend uh, the next month getting more specific. So says the Mishnah. Whatever it is that's going to be usher for the Nazir, there's always going to be things that are usher midoraisa and usher midorabana. We'll have to figure out what the shear is. We'll have to figure out exactly which products are usher. So chol geffen mitstarfim zeim ze. Whatever the minimum shear required is, well, probably let's assume for all intents and purposes it's kazayis. Let's say you have half a kazayis of one um, great product and another half a kazayis of another great product. Would those join together? Yes, they would. Kama. Now the seifa. The seifa seems to indicate, maybe in a, a slightly different angle, ve'en chayev ad shiyoichal min ha'anovim kezayis. person's not going to be chayev. Chayev uh, usually implies, we'll assume over here also, on a doraisa level, what the Torah says another can't do, a person's not liable, unless he eats from, now here it says specifically, it sounds like grapes, a kezayis. He eats less than a kezayis, he's not chayev b'doraisa. It might still be us, sir, but he's not Chayim Midaris, and the Chiv Deraisa makes a big difference. Uh, might have to start, uh, stop his Nazirus count, might have to um, get Malkus, might have to bring a Korban in certain issues with Tuma, but that is that. That is the Mishnah up until now. The Mishnah now records a earlier version, which uh, we know the all of Torah Shebalpeh in its most, I guess, raw 
your unadulterated form was given Lemoshe Bissinai, who gave it over to the Jewish people. And that went through about a 2,000-year process, or 1,500-year process, until Rabbi Yehuda HaNasi uh, codified it as the Mishnahs that we have. So occasionally, here's one example, where the Mishnah itself will say, this was a teaching from way long time ago. Mishnah Rishonah Imeres, Ad not like we had until you have a kazais with the grapes. It, it, yeah, a lot of what we have missionized from before Budanasi, a lot of it was him putting it in some sort of combination. But for whatever reason, at, at, in this Mishnah, this was something that was maybe an original teaching. It didn't say from uh, grapes, it said a revius of the liquid, which is of the wine. Mm. Okay, they might be arguing, they might not be. Rabbi Akiva. I, I box Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva says, uh, even, in other words, I guess even that it would be the Isidor Raisa, Shara Even if you just have like a regular piece of bread and you soak it in some wine, and Vyeshba Kadelet Saref Kizayis, and you have a total there of what's, you know, Kizayis worth, you would be Chayev. Period. Continues the Mishnah. The Chayev Al Hayayin Bifneyatsmai. You're chayev for wine on its own, or grapes on their own, I don't know if you really want to translate these two terms, chartsanim and zag, but one is seeds and one is the grape skins. So for you'd be chayev on the chartsanim on their own, chayev on the zag on their own. That's the, uh, we call it the Tanakama or maybe uh, Rabbi Akiva. Uh, it seems like maybe Rabbi Kiva only went until the end of the third line, that word Chayev. Whereas the Chayev Alayayin will call the Tanakama. Why we call him the Tanakama? Because now we have another opinion, namely Rabbi Lazar Azaria. I double underline Rabbi Lazar ben Azaria. He says, actually, when it comes to the grape seeds, let's say you eat a pile of grape seeds or a pile of grape skins, you would not be Chayev Midaraisa. You're only Chayev Midaraisa, ain't Chayev Achiyachal, Shnei Chartsanim. And Zag. So, uh, I could maybe say the Kharsanim are seeds. It's, again, it's Machalkas Tanoim, but you have to have a combination of them to be Chayev. Just, according to Rabbi Lazarus, just grape seeds? Not enough. Just grape skins? Not enough. Combination of the two? Yes. Okay. I, I, I sort of mentioned this, but what are the Kharsanim? What are the Zag? Machalkas Tanoim. Eloina Kharsanim, Beiluina Zagim. Which are which? Colon. I think we know one are the seeds and one is the skin, but we want to know which is. Which so hachartsonim, which I underline elu hachitsonim, which I'm assuming is the outermost, which probably would say the pieces of skin of the grape, and the zagim, which I underlined elu hapenimim. That's the one that's more inside, which we probably call the seeds. Divrei Rabbi Yehuda, and I uh, circled Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yossi, who I also circled, Aimer, he says not like that. He says the opposite. And he says, I'll give you a way that you won't mix them up. Rabbi Yosio, so it's not to be mistaken, colon, <coughs> when you have a bell, ding-a-ling-a-ling, come on, it's uh, supper time, come get your chow. So the, uh, how does a bell work? It's the outside of the bell, and it's got a little ball, a little clapper on the inside. Kizug shel behema. It's just like the bell, let, let's say a cow would wear. Hachitzain zug vapnimi, and the inside... I love this word, is the in ball. It's the ball that's on the inside, usually made of metal, and you clap, clap, clap. So the inside is the um, 
the chartsanim. So we'll say, let me maybe in the maskana, seeds chartsanim, zag skin. Okay, that's Rabbi Yossi. The Gemara has two lashonos to bring out the difference between um, an opinion of Rebel Luz that we'll see right now and the way the Mishnah presented it, which we'll call, I guess, the Shitas Rabbanon or Tanakama. Notes the Gemara. I put a number one in the margin here, and th- three lines later, first word on the line is La. I put a number two. We'll have two lashonos of which part of the Mishnah we're coming off of. Here's the first. Lush number one, quote from the Mishnah. And uh, one of the things on the list, the uh, last one was Yotse Min HaGefen, things that come from the uh, grapevine. Okay, the Mishnah said, right angles, three words, Yotse Min HaGefen. I close the right angles, and that sounds like if it comes from the vine, we'll say like grows on the vine in, yes, that's what's necessary for a Nazir, comma, Gefen Atzmai, but the vine itself which we would say maybe it means like uh, the grape leaves or the little tendrils or curly cues that they have on the grapevine, that low apparently would not be usser. Okay, that's what it seems like a simple view from our Mishnah would lead us to believe, and that's correct. However, it's not like Masnis in our Mishnah as we had it presented, Delo Karebi Elazar, Disani. We'll see a little Bryce here, one line, authored by Rebbe Lazar, who says that, uh, oh no, even those things are usser, Midaraisa for another to consume. Rabbi Lazar, who I underlined, Afilu Alin, Velulvin Bemashma, even the, we'll call them the grape leaves, leaves that are on the vine, and the little uh, tendrils or curly cues or things that are uh, uh, on the uh, vine that are not grapes. That's also included. Okay, that was the first lesson. Ikadamri, I squiggle underline Ikadamri, and we have a number two in the margin. There are those who say this comment that the Gemara presents us with of the Tana Rabbalazar is coming off the Seifa. Igadamila a Seifa. We quote now one line from the Mishnah, except the Seifa's case. In the Seifa's case, we had actually noted in the Mishnah, it was the uh, third line, the fourth line, as opposed to the first two lines in the Mishnah, back in Amad Aleph. The Seifa had said, Eino Chayiv, the next word is taken out, Ad Shiyoichal Min HaNovim Ksayis. That was the quote, a person's only going to be liable on a Torah level, once they eat a kazayas of anovim, that's pretty clear. Grapes, so what's the diuk? Minha anovim, I don't underline minha anovim. From uh, grapes, or anything sort of like grape or fruit like, in yes, but, comma, meha gefenatsmai, the vine itself, if you have a nuzzer chomping down on, let's say, grape leaves, low. That would not be usser. Once again, the, in the second lotion here, the Gemara points out the same thing, that the way the mission just presented it, is Delo, not like Rabbi Elazar. Desanya, same price we had. It also goes a line. Rabbi Elazar, Oimer, Afilu Alen, Mashma. He says, no, from those psukim, the way I look at it, that would be included. That Mr. Nazir cannot be uh, eating grape leaves either. Okay, now they both have the same psukim. There's no disagreement about what the psukim say. There's clearly a difference in how you darshan the psukim. So the Gemara wants to know here, and this is a a fundamental machlokas. Uh, what is the point that they are arguing about? That would be Rebel Lazar, who we've just had quoted twice in these little prices, and the way the Mishnah presented things. Rebel Lazar, who I circled, Darsh, he, Darshans, at least in this case, and maybe everywhere else, Ribui Umiuti, when you have terms in the Psukim that are Darshanable, some are more specific, some are more general, some are more inclusive, some are more exclusive, 
How do you look at it? So Rebbe Lazar looks at it as a ribui and mute, whereas the Rabbanan, I shall go to the Rabbanan, that would be the way we had it presented in the Mishnah, would Darshi, a very similar but slightly different way, using Klal Uprat. Okay, and now the Gemara will spend quite a few days, I would even say, in Dafyomi going over the different distinctions of what does a ribui umiut look like at the end versus a Klal Uprat. How do you figure out what the Prat is? How do you figure out what the Klal is? Here we go. Colon. Rebbe Elazar, who I double underlined. He learns the Psukim, and I, I would definitely have a, a Chumash open um, when you're doing this. A Bamidbar, Parikvav is uh, everything you ever want to know about Nazar and more. Psukim Gimel and Dalid is what we're going to be dissecting there. So Rebbe Elazar looks at Psukim Gimel and Dalid, which some people might have printed somewhere on the Amud. Rebbe Lazar Darish, he learns, he goes with the Ribui Umiut approach. And um, here's the phrase. It lists off a whole slew of um, items on the menu that for another, no, those are no-nos. What does it say? Yayin, miyayin, v'sheichar, so let's say a new wine, old wine, yazir, yes, refrain from. And there's a whole list of various things. That's not the only phrase. It, 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 I assume put dot, dot, dot. And those are specifics, specific items that another says, so that would be called a miyayt. That's uh, specific. The next phrase is uh, from anything that you make from the grapevine, which that certainly is more inclusive. That's more of a ribui. Okay. What are you left with? You have the opening mute, and then you have a ribui. Now, Tysus points out that usually it's miet, ribui, miet. But we're not going to look at the closing phrase, which is Mihartsan and Vadzag as a mute, because this uh, mandamar needs it for something else. So it's just going to be Miet and Ribui. Okay, so when you had a Miet, if it would only elicit the Miet, it would be only those things. Since you have a Ribui afterwards, what the Torah is telling you is more inclusive. So my Reba, what would the um, Ribui come to include? Everything. Reba Kalmili. But one second, there was a Mi8 that was before that limiting the Ribui. So my Mi8, there is something that has to be not included in the list of things that would be Asr for a Nazar. Well, Mi8, Shabishta. And Shabishta are basically the branches of the grapevine, probably closer to the ground, which are certainly a lot less edible than little grape tendrils or grape leaves, which are green and might even be delicious if you stuff them with meat and rice and put them in a nice wine sauce. That would be really awesome for a uh, Nazir. Um, okay, that would be according to who then? Rebbe Elazar. So Rebbe Elazar, at the end of the day, he, you can't have the woody branches, but you could certainly have the leaves and the tendrils. The Rabbanan learn it differently. I double on the Rabbanan. We said the Rabbanan take a different approach, not Ribu Umiut, but Klal Uprat. So Rabbanan, and we, whenever we have this, you have the two sides, they're looking at the exact same psukim. Here goes the Rabbanan. Rabbanan darshi klali uprati. Same opening uh, phrase, uh, quote, three words, miyayin v'sheichar yazir, and then lists off a whole slew of other individual things. That is the prat. <coughs> Those five words from the pasuk. Anything that comes from the grapevine, that's a more general term, that's a klal. Now, the Rabbanan actually can use this Chartzanim Vanzag because they don't need it for another drasha. So when the Pasuk concludes, it talks about even from, I guess we could say now, from the uh, seeds and the, and the skin, Chazar Uparat, 
So you have now what? A prat first, and then a klal, and then a prat. How do you view what you should do to darshan a, a prat klal prat? Iat hadan ella kein ha prat. So you can basically say that things would be asked for another are similar to the prat. Maha prat mefurash. What what's a unique feature, or maybe the unique feature of the prat? What was the prat? The prat was anovim, grapes, as well as listed in the pasuk was chomates, which is psolas pri. I don't underlined psolas pri. So the anovim that it talks about is the pri. The chomates, which is vinegar, is the psolas pri. Afkal, so too, you know what you're coming to include from this prat. Klal, prat limud, pre, upsolus pre. Another thing that's pre, and another thing that's psolus pre. What are those things? Well, another type of pre would be a non fully developed grape. A lot of times you just say, let's say, a cluster of grapes. You don't get this sometimes on uh, grapes in the store. You get the nice big ones, and there's a couple of these little ones, and you bite into them, and they're really sour. They never really grew. Those would be called bosar. And the psolus pre is um, kind of a little bit disgusting for. Um, modern man, but like wormy grapes. There's a grape. What's worse than finding a grape with a worm in it? Finding a grape with half a worm in it. Okay. Um, that's what would be included. Okay, so uh, the limud that the Rabbanan have of a prat, klal prat, comes to include even those things. Well, imaha prat mefurish pri gamor. Well, one second. What was the prat? Grapes. That's a complete item. Af kol maybe has to be Pre-gumwar, like a finished, completed product. Is Bosar finished and completed properly? No. So maybe Bosar shouldn't be included. Maybe only fully grown grapes. Well, then one second, the Gemara turns around and says, Amris, im kain, ma mashmo, shaloi amroi. We have to be including something other than what's written in the literal words in the Pasuk. But what's written in the Pasuk? Everything that is a finished product. Anavim lachem, that's... Uh, moist grapes, vivation, we'd probably call those raisins. Haksivi, those are written in the Pasuk. Yayin, wine, bechaimates, and, and vinegar, old wine. Haksivi, that's written in the Pasuk. So then what wasn't written that we're coming to include? Ha'ina lechaladun kaloshan acharain, better not to go with the lashon acharain, that said maybe it's only finished fruit. Ella, kaloshan rishain, which should come to include even baisar and wormy grapes. Okay. Hmm. What did we do with that final phrase? We didn't deal with it yet. Now, Rebbe Lazar didn't deal with it because he learns it for something else, but the Rabbanan did deal with the Micharsani Vadzag. So have we included everything at this point? Seemingly. Since from the opening, Prat and Klal, we're coming to include basically everything, then what's with that closing phrase? Three words. In quotation marks, Micharsan and Vadzag. What does that come to teach us? Actually, that comes to teach us something not about the specific laws of Nazir, but about the general approach of using a Prat Klal Prat Limud. Loimar Lach to tell you as follows Wherever you find in the Psukim, that's a Darshanable Prat Uklal, I Atara Shaila Moishchai Uledoinoi Kein Haprat. You're not able to make it very limited to things only similar to the prats. Rather, you had a prat, but you also had a klal. What's the klal coming to do? Ela nase klal moisif 
al ha prat. And I underline the word moisif. That klal term gives you the ability to include lots of things to the prat. How far can you go? Ad shifar the chalkosov kederek shapart lecha benazer until the verse and whatever you're darshning has a more specific phrase that says stop there. You're limited. So over here would be and anywhere else. You can keep including everything until you have that closing phrase that tells you stop including other things. Period. Okay, uh, we go back to something we had said earlier. This is an Amar Mar. Actually, do two of these. I think out of about the next uh, eight lines, six and a half of them are just repeats of what we said up above. So here's the first Amar Mar. What do we say up above? Maha Prat Mefurush, pre and psalis pre, af kol pre and psalis pre. Now, literally, that means <coughs> just like the prat is the uh, the fruit and the residue of the fruit, so too the what you're including is fruit and residue. Now, I explained already what those terms were, but now here the Gemara explains them. Pre, that word pre, what does that first word pre mean? That equals envy. That's talking about the grapes themselves. Comma. Psolus pre. Maihi, what's the psolus pre that we were talking about? Oh, that would be, what's the typical, what do you do with wine when it's uh, sort of like no good? Well, it's actually very good. It turns into vinegar. That would be chalmates. Then we had another phrase. Af kol pre. What's that coming to include? Maihi, that would be guharki. And I guess guharki was the uh, term, maybe the Aramaic term for baisar, which is... Uh, not fully ripened or not fully developed grapes, we call them bosar. And then the final phrase is af kol dipsolis pre mahi. What's that? Amrav kahana lasui invi dichrin or dictum or different lashonis. It's basically the way uh, Rashi explains it. Anovim or the mefarsh shehisliu means like wormy grapes. Okay. Vaadzag. That was the phrase at the end. Amar Ravina. Ravina says that's coming to include Deben Habenayim. The stuff in between. Sometimes the wife says, Can you get some uh, grapes for uh, Shabbos dessert? And you go and you bring out the grapes, and the grapes are underneath, like, uh, you know, some heavy uh, other item that you bought, like the, uh, the uh, apple juice concentrate. And they smushed the grapes, and then there's like this this sticky sort of like what would be grape juice turning into wine, but it like stuck in between. That's the ben habinaim. That's that stuff that gets stuck in between the the grapes, like the uh, I guess the fluid or the the liquid that came out. Mm-hmm. Period. And here we do an amar mar, and this is quite an amar mar, probably one of the longest in the entire shas. It's like five and a half lines of quoting exactly what we just saw about uh, fifteen lines earlier. So amar mar, we had said up above. Maybe the whole list of things that it does would be usher to have would only be things that are pre gamor. Amris, so we say back to that. Well, im kain, if that's what you want to say, then they're not doing anything with the limud of a prat klal. Anavim lachem viyaveshim, grapes and raisins, haksivi are written. Yain vachaymates, wine and aged wine, haksivi. Hayin lacha alecha ladun, kaloshan achroin. Don't go with the second suggestion, which was only pre-Gamor would be usher to the Nazir. Like the first suggestion, which is all pre and solus pre would be usher to the Nazir. And then we continued and said, called At this point, it seems like we're including everything. What do we do with that closing phrase of three words? And we answered, to tell you. 
Wherever you're learning through the Chumash, and you see the Pesukim, and oh, look at this, this is a uh, Prat term, then a Klal term. How do you darshan it? You can't, like, pull the Limud, and make it only like the Prat. There were a whole bunch of things individually listed, and you could keep including, and including, and including other similar things. Until the Pasuk comes and gives a closing... Prat or specific term, Nazir. What was the phrase that ended that whole uh, limud? That's very specific. Um, seeds and skin. Period. Okay. We had in the mission, if you look back, you don't even have to flip back on about the sixth line. We had double underlined Rebel Azar ben Azariah. Mm-hmm. He's the one who came in and said, uh, No, no, don't tell me a pile of grape seeds is going to be a problem or a pile of grape skins. You have to have at least two seeds and at least some skin. That was Rebbe Lezer ben Azaria. The Gemara now asked the Rebbe Lezer ben Azaria to kamukim lahai. He used that phrase for something else. He used the quote three words michart sanim. That's plural term. Vaad zag singular term loymar to teach a sheino chayev that a nuz is only chayev midaraisa. If he does this big no no of eating grape skins and grape grape skin grape seeds ad sheichal shneichart sanim and a zag he doesn't have that final phrase available to be darshanable as a prat klal final prat. He doesn't have that because he uses it for something else, which essentially means that if you're going to use a klal prat klal limud, it's got to be that those phrases that are being used aren't needed for something else. And therefore, according to Rebbe Nazari, who needs it for something else, where does he know the final prat? He would only have it as a prat klal. Where does he know the final prat from? He uses the, that closing phrase for another limud, prata minole. And the Gemara has two answers as to where Rebbe Lezim Nazari would know it from. Answer number one is here. And a line later is the Ibayasem is the second answer. The first answer is, even though we would normally assume, if we don't know otherwise, that if you have a Tana, he's going like in the other Machlokas, the Shittas Rabim, in other words, there's another Machlokas that we just spent the whole last uh, 15 minutes on. Do you Darshan Ribu Miut or Klalu Prat? That was the Machlokas between the Tanakama and Rebel Lazar. This is Rebel Lazar ben Azariah. Rebel Lazar ben Azariah, we assume, is going like the Rabbanan. The first answer is no. Rebel Lazar, Savarla, Karabi El Rebel Lazar ben Azariah goes like the Tan Rebel Lazar to Darish Mieturiba. He doesn't use it in the Prat, Klal Prat fashion. He uses it in the Mieturiba, and all you need is the Mieturiba. That's the first answer. The Ibayasema, I squiggle around the Ibayasema, this would be a second approach that. Actually, and we see this many times, the way that it is written, you can learn two things from it. So you can learn, number one, the drasha of Harsan and You have to have at least two seeds plus skin for it to be asr. He goes like the Rabbanan. He doesn't go with the Ribumiyot approach. He goes with the regular old Klalu Prat approach. Because if you were to think that the Pasuk was only... Kedama Rebbelez ben Azariah, to teach you that you have to have at least two seeds plus skin, if you're going to have seeds and skin as an Azar to be Asr, then Lichtli Rahman Lahai, the Pasuk should have written this phrase of Chartsanin Va'adzag, Gabe Prata, with all the other individual things listed, like wine, and old wine, and grapes, and raisins. Why was it written on its own? The Mai Hilchasa Kasve Basar, the Klal. It should have just listed all the Prat things, and then a Klal. But yet it listed all of the prat things, except for one. Then it went to the klal. Then it did the chartzan and vadzag. Shmamina, 
Therefore, the fact that it not only listed it, but listed it separately, that it's number one to teach. If you're going to have skins and seeds, you have to have some of both. How many of both? At least two seeds in one skin. And also to learn it, the klalu prat uklal. Or in this case, it would be prat klal prat. Two things. Who says you learn two things from it? Well, maybe the whole thing is just to teach this. Who says that that phrase, you can't just take a phrase and kind of give a, a um, insightful explanation as to why you can darshan numerous things from it. Where do we see, like intrinsically, that it's darshanable for two limudim? Here's how. Because im kain, if it was only there for one limud, lichtav, it could have written or this or that. It was like in Hebrew. Oh, I'll use the gears on the side, chartsanim and zagim. Plural. Uh, seeds, skins. Or, it could have said, chartsan, zag. One seed, one skin. In other words, use two plural terms or two singular terms. Why did it, like, inconsistently change? Which is a plural term. Zag, which is a singular term. Oh, shmamina, we can conclude from there that it's lemidris play, it's that you could use it to learn the Klalu Pratlimud connector, the Ikanami Lemidrashpeyan. Also, on a second level, you could use it to teach Achiechal two Chartsanim, Shnei Chartsanim, and one Zag. Period. You go a little bit further? Okay. Ularebi um, El Lazar. Now, this is not to be confused with on the top line, we had Rabbi Azariah who was on the sixth line of the Mishnah. Rebbe Lazar is that Tana that we brought at the beginning of the Gemara, on uh, the previous Amud, who had a more inclusive way of learning things. And uh, he had said that even eating grape skins or the tendrils of the grapes would be also made to rice for a Nazar. Okay. Well, Rebbe Lazar, who, which approach did he learn? Not Pratuklal, but Miut Reba. Well, Rebbe Lazar learns the Miut Reba, where does he know in general that, like, you see other psukim somewhere else in the Torah, you would use a prat and klal limud? Now, it's an interesting question. Well, the Rebbe Lazar, who learns me a reba over here, the prat uklal uprat minale, where does he know that from? It's almost like we're assuming that he would know it. Whereas, uh, in general, when we have, like, Rabbi Yishmael against the Rabbanan, and uh, do you learn ribu miut? Do you learn klal uprat? Those are mutually exclusive. You only learn one. We're either kind of assuming that he does learn it somewhere else, or maybe we know he learns it somewhere else. The bottom line, the word's asking, where do we know that he would learn it elsewhere from? So, two approaches. Rabbi Vau, I circled, and four lines later, third word on the line. The first word on the line is Ka'in, and then you have the third word on the line is Rava. I circled Rava. So we have a couple of approaches of where that Tana knows klal uprat from. So I'm Rabbi Vau, Nafgalei, he knows it from a totally different issue in Shmais Chafbeis, Pasuk Tes, Nafgalei Mi Hai Kra. I think this is talking about when uh, Bob is going away and he calls over Carl. Hey, Carl, can you uh, watch my, uh, you know, my ox or watch my coat or watch my uh, this or that? And then there's the halachas of Shmira. What level of responsibility does he have? So, says the Pasuk over there, V'chiyitein Isho Chamor Oshor Oseh. If Bob gives to Carl a donkey or an ox or a sheep, those are specific items. That's a prat. Then the Pasuk continues says, V'chol behema, and any animal, that's a klal, kama, lishmor, to watch 
that's chazaru parat, not to do anything with, but specifically. Hey, can I use that cow? No. Hey, can I milk that cow? No. To watch. That's a specific. So what do you have? Prat uklalu prat. Yatadan elokeina prat. Okay, so if you asked the Tanra Belazar, where do you know prat uklal from? He'd say, oh, the book of Exodus, chapter 22, verse 9. Basically, the chi tingi shurayehu limut. Rava says somewhere else that he would know it from. And you actually don't have to go that far. You go right to the beginning of Sefer Vayikra. Vayikra Perak Aleph. Rava says, Nafgalei, Rebbe Lazar the Tan would learn it, Mehaikra, from this Pasuk. This is talking about <coughs> Korbanois, what you can offer as a Korban, uh, Korban Ola. Uh, the Pasuk says, Ve'im Min, and if from, now, Min is always a limitation word. Not everything, but only from this thing. That's a Prat, comma. Now we have a more general term, Tzon. Tzon is anything that gets uh, to be in a flock. There could be a whole different types of animals that could be in a flock. That's a Klal. Then the pasuk continues. It gets a little bit more specific. Kvasim ve'izin, sheep, goats. That's chazaru parat. So what are you left with? Kama aprat to klalu prat. Yatadan. You're not going to uh, learn as far as what you're going to include. Ella ke'ain haprat. Things that are similar to the prat. Okay. So the way the limud would go. Laola zahar tamim yakrivenu. Min haprat is, excuse me, is tzon is a klal. <coughs> What's tzon other than kvasim and izim? We have a whole list of things. You can have a rova, nirba, muksa, nevad, esnan, all those things that are listed off that are not okay for karbanos, like an animal that had been sodomized or had relations with a person or was set aside for a vodazora or was worshipped itself or was given to a zaina as uh, payment for services rendered or traded for a dog, like a whole list of things that would be Excluded. Okay. Amarle, and with this little uh, back and forth, we'll uh, conclude, says, Rav Yehudami Discarta, who I underlined, to Rava. Now, Rava was the one who just four lines ago had given us his um, approach of Vi'im min hatsain, karbanoi, and then kvasim anizim, and that was the limud. So, says Rav Yehudami Discarta to Rava, why are you going all the way to Pasuk Yud? In Vayukra. Why don't you just stay right at the beginning? Like Pasuk Aleph, there's nothing there, but Pasuk Beis. How about from this Pasuk? It's very similar. The Pasuk says in Pasuk Beis, the word min, that's a prat, from, not everything, but only from certain things. Then a more general phrase, ha behema, that includes like all animals. <coughs> Kama, that, that would be a klal. Kama, bakar utsain, cattle and sheep, chazar. Parat. That would go back and make it more specific. It, it wouldn't come uh, to include um, every behemoth, which would be like lions and tigers and bears, oh my, only things that are similar to the Bakr and Sain. Pratu Klalu Prat, Yatadan, Ella Kein Habrat. So no deers and no um, um, Bambis. And no chayas, but only behemas, and not only behemas, but only domesticated behemas. That was what Yehuda Miskarta had asked Rava. Why not learn? Why not say that Rabbi Lezer learns this concept of prat uh, prat from an earlier pasuk? Amarle, well, says back Rava, the, I think this is changed to miha, which is not that much different than minhai, but miha like a lamasha mina. You can't learn it from there. You know why? The imahasim, if he was going to learn it from pasuk Bays. Havamina, I would have thought, and this would be incorrect, that 
ha-behema, the term ha-behema, uncertain other things, like maybe for kashos laws, the term behema, chaya bechal behema, would come to include even chayas. And I might have thought that maybe chayas would be okay as korbanos, kamashwa, no, no, we don't have chayas as behemas. Amalei, he says back, what are you talking about? Chaya bechlal behema? Question mark, comma. You can't say it's including chayas here. You can have a deer as a karban. Haksiv, the Pasuk specifically says, bakar utsain. Those are domesticated cattle, domesticated sheep. Vahavele, and therefore you would be left with a prat uklal uprat limud. And we know the way that works is yetadan ela ke'en haprat. You can't have deers <coughs> and other sorts of wild animals that we brought as korban. Like, of course that wouldn't work. And the Gemara really ends over there, as far as that's the comeback. And, and seemingly then, uh, the, the question would still stand that um, why uh, would he not learn from that Pasuk Beis? Why do you have to go to Pasuk Yud? In which case, I guess we could say maybe he would even learn it from Pasuk Beis. The, uh, the Taisha at the top of Lamed Hamid Beis says, Amalei Chaya Bechlal Behema. Bits me out, really Chaya Bechlal Behema? Kaloimar. Hi behema, the term behema in that limud loy matzis amris dechaya bechal behema. You can't say that it includes chayas. Dixiv it says specifically bakarut sign the prat basra ukemoshe prata basra mamayichay. Just like the final prat is excluding undomesticated animals, wild animals. It's gotta be that the prata kama nami matzah mahavim mayit chaya. Why? Because when you have a prat klal prat limud, the prat Second is not coming to give chidushim above what the first prat was. The second prat sheds light on what the first prat was. The prat achroin megala ala chaya. Okay, and therefore ula It really could be, and I think this is the Gemara's conclusion that when we ask where does Rebbe Lazar know that prat klal prat limud from? Does he have to go to pasuk yud? He doesn't. He could go it much earlier. Vayikra perik pasuk. Bays, Uloy the Mahikran, Nami, Ikala Midrash, you could learn Pratu Klalu Prat. Okay, Ad Khan. Mm-hmm.